the uh you want to admit people michael thing um on 51 the first full paragraph it says this world of ours has made more material progress in the last century than in all the millenniums which went before almost everyone knows the reason Students of ancient history tell us that the intellect of men in those days was equal to the best of today. Yet in ancient times, material progress was painfully slow. The spirit of modern scientific in inquiry, research and invention was almost unknown. In the realm of the material, men's minds were fettered by superstition, tradition, and all sorts of fixed ideas. Some of the contemporaries of Columbus thought a round earth preposterous. Others came near putting Galileo to death for his astronomical heresies. That's it, Paul, over to you. You made it, Paul. Paul, you made it. Thanks, Gary. Welcome, everyone. Uh, I guess it's, uh, well, out of the context, just nice, interesting reading, but I don't, uh, yeah, maybe it's talking about old ideas. And uh, how they sort of uh, straightjacket us and stuff. And in the program, it says we have to be uh, let go of all these old ideas, or the result will be nil, which is pretty uh, stock statement. So uh, has anyone been successful uh, uh, of letting go of old ideas? Or did the old ideas get let go of through the process of recovery? Which is it? Yeah, because it's fundamental, it's important. Did you let go of your old ideas? That is a very old idea that you can let go of your old ideas. Or were those old ideas let go of through the process of recovery? No? Just come to your own conclusion, see. And then see if that conclusion is based on evidence or is it based on more old ideas? Yeah, so to me, the whole program is a, a pause in one way or another, and then a reckoning that you're outmatched, yeah? Yeah? That you can't, like it says, no human power could relieve you of this alcoholism. So I would say you're a human power, yeah? At one point, right now, and uh, your human power, nor anyone else's is going to rid you of this situation. Wow. What is the appropriate response to that? Surrender. Yeah, wouldn't it be? I mean, if no human power can do it and you're included, then uh, the attempt to keep doing it would be a deterrent. Yeah, it would be an obstacle, not a asset. Yes or no? Just check it out. They're giving us a diagnosis and then What's the patient supposed to do? Apply it to Uncle Fred or themselves? 
They're there to imply it to themselves and see if the diagnosis fits. Yeah. Have you ever really stopped thinking? Do you have like a, a thought free time between 9 a.m. 9 p.m. and 8 a.m. in the morning? Never to be disturbed. The thoughts have to knock first before they come in. Yeah. Does it seem like that? Or does it seem that everything is just trespassing on your sacred I, me, my? Yeah. <laughs> it's just <laughs> you get uninvited intruders all the time. Feelings you don't want to feel, thoughts you don't want to have, do shit, doing shit you shouldn't have done. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like uh, there's any reins to uh, even grasp to try to control the horse. Yes, really. You better sort of find a better way. <laughs> Could you see uh, the thought system and the power that's exerted up in the mental activity as a human power? Or is that like something else? So that's part of the no human power (laughs) could relieve us of this situation. So why are we, isn't he attempting to think yourself out of it or do yourself out of it or feel yourself out of it just a form of playing God like we talked about last night yeah when it says no you in power can rid of rid of ourselves of this situation far out that was my observation I mean my mother really wanted me not to drink she saw that the drinking was was not going to allow her son to be happy or free or anything. So she had come to a conclusion that she didn't care how it happened. She just wanted to see me sober. Yeah, it could have been from a guru in India. It didn't matter <laughs> to her because the objective was to see her son sober because at least he'd be somewhat happy. She couldn't do it. Yeah, the church that she had praying for me couldn't do it. The St. Jude medals, the St. Christopher medals, the little laminated prayers that she'd send me couldn't do it. The state couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. People who loved me couldn't do it. Yeah. But something did it, yeah which is a huge demonstration of perhaps there's a better way. What's that? What is the better way that AA defines? It describes the old way and then it sort of points to the new way. And it says the old way was trusting finite self and the new way is trusting the infinite. That's basically it, yeah? Trust is the primary word, but the trust or the faith is going to manifest by the vehicle it's put in, yeah? So we have trust and faith, which is very powerful, but how it's going to manifest here is what it's put in. So if that faith is put in the finite self, we got enough of that, haven't we? Really? I mean, the results have been in for quite a while. 
wake up. <laughs> this failed us. <laughs> now, if that trust was put into something else, and the something else in AA is trusting the infinite, whatever you want to call it or not call it, yeah, uh, that's the better way. Yeah, here's the worst way. You've lived it. Here's the better way. Start living it. <laughs> what allows you to start living it instead of trying to live it as the old way is the program of recovery. Yes, it's defined. You do certain things. Things happen. You get prepared to do the next step of AA by doing the previous ones. There's a huge support. There's meetings. There's like 600 meetings a week in the area I live near San Francisco. 600 meetings a week. What church has 600 services a week? <laughs> what church? <laughs> yeah. Like, and the program knows what it's up against. It's up against with a disease of the mind, which is quite different than any other disease. Because in this case, the disease talks to you as you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cancer doesn't do that, I don't think. I haven't, I haven't had cancer. But let's say... The virus never talks to me like with an old Vincent Price uh, sound, you know, you are going to throw up. <laughs> Nothing's talking to me. I just feel shitty. Yeah. And I go through a system and then the shit breaks and I feel better. Yeah. Nothing was telling me I'm going to feel sick. I mean, the virus wasn't telling me I'm going to feel sick forever. My head may be telling me I am. But the virus doesn't. It comes and then it goes. Yeah. What about this thing? Do you believe that the problem is talking to you as you? Or don't you? How else is the message of alcoholism getting through to you to, and through to your through your system? It has to be coming through some entrance, and it's the thought system. Yeah. The alcoholism resides in the mind. It introduces itself and lets itself in through the thought system because we believe the thoughts are ours when they're not yeah the thoughts are there to direct us to the constant condition of obsessing over self to the point we want some fucking relief and no matter how much evidence we have that should deter us from picking up that first drink we pick up the first drink that's the insanity yeah perhaps there's a better way So I, my own sense was a coming to terms with I'm outmatched and then uh, just getting relieved from all this guilt and shame that can arise out of that. Yes, just fucking I'm outmatched. Yes, I, you know, I was put into a program by life for two years. They ran my life completely, 24-7, basically, completely, really. And after two years, and the funny thing is, uh, they had a better recognition of what I was than I did. Yeah. They treated me like an addict and an alcoholic. <laughs> they didn't treat me like Paul. They treated me like a regular addict and alcoholic. And by what they told me to do, I flourished in a way, but it was in a controlled environment. I didn't want to live there the rest of my life, but I flourished under that umbrella 
because when I when I was listening to what they were saying, they were talking to me as an addict. I was hearing it as Paul. <laughs> that was the dilemma. Yes. So, uh, we're just humbly putting out something you can actually put to a test. You can do a mini fourth step right now and, and just follow with, just put aside what you think and just start at this, the middle of that third paragraph on page 64 with the sentence being convinced and just take, listen as if it's going to be a direction to do the inventory. Yeah. Being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Okay. If you believe that or not, just act as if you do. Being convinced that self manifests in various ways is what has defeated us. We will now look at its common manifestations. How do we look at it in, re in recovery? We do an inventory. Yeah. So when we've, con we've had that requirement met, and then they say what we're going to do, which is we're going to look at the manifestations of self, because that is what has defeated us. That's the thesis that's being presented. And then the next paragraph is resentment. Yeah. So basically, resentment is a manifestation of self in our life. Why are you keep calling them yours? I just can't get over it. Why do we keep calling them ours when they're not ours? Yes. So just do one resentment. Uh, hold it as yours and then hold it as a resentment and see which one's lighter. Yeah. See what, which one is more malleable to change. Yeah. Which one is more petrified or like put into amber and captured? Isn't it the my resentment? Yes. There you go. You want any more evidence? And then if you don't want to do it, just accept the fact you don't want to do it that way. And then just do what you're doing and get what you get and hopefully be of maximum use to other people. But if you find that this works and you see that it's the root of the problem and you get a clear understanding, you may be able to start recognizing it and bring that shit to step six and seven and have it recycled or re you know, configured or changed because it's just for a lot of us, it's just a live energy in dead matter, you know, old ideas, past grudges, fears, all these things are like the ice cube tray. Yeah. And the living water of a life is just fucking frozen. And the my keeps it in the freezer, really. How is my problem going to leave? You've invited it in and made a home for it. And you call it yours. And then the next minute, it's like the dog, my dog here. My dog likes to go on every couch. Then we throw her off the couch. She goes back on. And then one day, you just let her go. Oh, fuck it. She wins. And now she just keeps going back to the couch. Yeah. 
You're going, get away, get away, get away. Mine, 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 mine. Get away, mine, mine, mine. I mean, the resentments don't know which way's in, out or in. And there you go. Yeah. And then you're, it's like. <laughs> oh, not again. I don't know where it is. No. This is going to be Paul's nephew. It had to be the third time in a row, eh? I don't know why I haven't turned the phone off, but it got back. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I'm just sharing my view on it. Uh, This is the important thing. I don't have a real opinion of the 12 steps. I think they're very sound. I just feel the real crux of the matter is the right diagnosis. Yeah. You don't want to use like psoriasis ointment for sunscreen. <laughs> yeah. You'd like to be clear. Yeah. So if you don't get, if you aren't clear by reading page 64 about that's the manifestations, the common ones we're looking at through the original, I mean, the basic entry inventory is manifestations of self. I don't know what else to say. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't know what else to say. If you can't see it in that sentence and how it leads to resentment as a manifestation of self, obviously not yours, then I don't know what to say. That's the that's the point we're point you know bringing here. That's the premise we're offering, and that I hope will bring a new light to the rest of the steps. But uh, if you don't see it, then you don't see it. Yeah, but I've had someone here and had a. a uh, a, a friend of Amelia's, her her mate is in recovery for a long time, and he just just kept saying self and us are the same thing, and I just don't see that. You know, I don't see when it says being convinced self has defeated us. I don't see self and us as the same thing. I just don't. After a while, realizing he's not wasn't going to see it, I just said, pass the gravy. You know, let's not fucking talk about this and go on with the dinner or talk about the San Francisco Giants or something else. <laughs> yeah, because obviously it ain't going anywhere. And I don't give a shit about being right. So fuck it. Let's call off the debate. Yeah. But I mean, seriously. <laughs> so if you don't see it this way, far out. Hopefully it's working how you're seeing it. Yeah. If you're seeing it this way, there you go. Maybe I just see that uh, I've never seen a resentment in the wild live past, you know, maybe a a day or three days or a couple of weeks. Now I see domesticated resentments called mine live for 70 years. (laughs) That, That should sufficiently be clear enough to see the difference between resentment and my resentment. Yeah. <laughs> Something's giving it life when it's my resentment. I would think we're the source of its life, yes? We're, we're giving it mouth-to-mouth resuscitation. And then we're hoping that it will leave. So it's getting mixed messages. But giving it life and then telling it, shoo, shoo, shoo. <laughs> it's like the dog, it doesn't get it. It doesn't have that nuance, yeah? (laughs) So, 
And then the program is sound. Just submit yourself. You know, you're on the opera, operating table, knowing it or not. Just don't play doctor and don't get up. Yeah. Just let life, let this thing work on you because it will. Yeah. You've made a decision, I hope, haven't you? To allow this thing to uh, enter and play a role in your life through your life and will. Yeah. So. I've been blessed with really, truly, the problem does not exist for me day to day. Yeah. And I have that event by seeing it as it doesn't exist as me. Yeah, seriously. So I have lots of problems come up, a lot of shortcomings, a lot of blind spots. Yes. Yeah. But that that uh, radioactive isotope is dormant. Yes. I, when I go somewhere, it's just like when I'm here. I never think about drinking or using. It's just not, it's not in the, it's amazing that the thought system doesn't go there. I cannot believe it really, but it hasn't gone there in a long time. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? That was his favorite toy just to chew over. <laughs> now it's just fucking, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just passing on from one member to others, you know, uh, Maybe I didn't hear this in AA. I didn't hear uh, the idea that self could be a foreign pathogen or anything. I just didn't hear it. Yeah. And I listened to how I was advised to do the inventory, and I did it that way. And I listened to how other people are advised to do the inventory. And I would just uh, like to have another way of advising people to do an inventory in AA. In AA. I think it's from the book. It's there. I don't. I don't think it's. I think it's underutilized, so to speak. And I'm living in a very uh, inspired area of recovery, San Francisco, and I never heard it. Yeah. And I've attended tons of meetings in 34 years. So here you go. Yeah. As it says in a vision for us, this power is constantly revealing to us. Yeah. And people who come later are gonna have more shit revealed. And so hopefully this is a revelation that can help us travel lighter through this life, yes? So seeing the exact nature of the wrong isn't in the drinking and the using, it's in the self, the idea of self. And that to me is the original addiction. Yeah, I swear, the, the only way I can even get close to describing how far that addiction has gone is to compare it with an addiction to cocaine, which was incredibly severe. And yet I never thought I was cocaine. I never crossed that line of thinking I was cocaine. Never, ever. Even that 10 days on it, fucking totally stressed out, getting arrested on the 11th day. Never thought I was cocaine. When I was arrested and I had to sign the papers. I didn't sign it, cocaine, you know? Yeah. Yet, I believe in the mental condition, we start as, as being the drug self, yeah? The drug, the mental condition is constantly tripping over and tripping on. 
we take ourselves to be that. Wow. Talk about no human power. Yes, yes. So there you go for today, I guess. Karen Ray, you're up. Hi, everyone. I'm Karen. I'm not calling. Hey, it's been a while since I've been here. Uh, it's so good to see you all. Thanks, Paul. Hi, Kurt. Nice to see you. Um, I just had to put my hand up before I changed my mind. You know, and I, I really, it, I can't believe how, how perfect this was right when I logged on. It's just what I needed to hear. And uh, I, I really appreciate what you said. Like, let this thing work on you. I'm paraphrasing it. You know, you made a decision, right? Just let this thing work on you. And it's like, thank you for reminding me. This thing is working even, even if there's discomfort. And, um, you know, I'm coming up on five years without a drink. And as the old timers say, that's when your head comes out of your ass. And I was like, yeah, right. But it's true. It's like, but I, I wasn't prepared for um, still having to battle alcoholism with knowledge of alcoholism and having been straight at, I've experienced being straightened out mentally and physically several times throughout this process and having re resentments melt away. And not just in like the realization where I see, oh, I'm the asshole. It's more like, no, we're all perfect and this is all supposed to happen, you know? And like seeing how much of these resentments are fancied. But I am truly at the mercy of this disease because I don't get to keep the relief. I just don't. And these resentments that I've been freed from, they regenerate in an instant if I'm not seeking God. Or even if I am, they still show up. Like I really am having this experience that I don't get to choose. So like the thing I'm clinging to is like, God is everything, right? Like I'm having, having an experience with that and seeing that the resentments are there for a reason. And just because I'm suddenly wanting to kill my mother the day after I forgave her wholeheartedly, I just can trust that that's supposed to be happening. You know? <laughs> but, uh, and I had this grandiose thought, like, this is a place where I can be grandiose, you know, whatever. But like, sometimes I think I'm the reincarnation of Bill. But I was just like, whoa, I had this vision the other day where it was like, I was born with the malady the resentments were a symptom of the malady and then alcohol came later and saved my life. Like the alcohol is my solution to the resentments because I came out of the womb resentful. It's not just being mad at people. It's just like feeling uncomfortable constantly. So like, I just so appreciate coming here because it's different and you, you help me see things and I feel safer every time I come here. So thank you. It's really great to be here. Great. And recovery progresses. So the, the call and response that is, that is uh, happening in the head is going to change. And also, to, when you recognize it's the head and not you, just bring it to six and seven. Bring the topic of your mother to six and seven. Yeah. That's the beauty of six and seven more gets revealed. A lot of what gets revealed is the false evidence that used to appear real. So you bring it to step, step six and seven. That's the, active, that's the most active of the action steps to me, really. The other things are some things you do and then you don't do them. I don't do 
fourth step inventories every day. But step six and seven can be the most active of the action steps because more and more stuff gets revealed now that you're sober that comes up in life and living. And that which comes up has a taint or a condition not of you and you bring that to the higher power. So it can reconfigure it and put it to better use. This is the reclamation, day-to-day reclamation, I feel. So it's not like, and that will change also. There'll be, there'll be long stretches of time that nothing's happening actually. <laughs> it isn't like the battle of good and evil, none of this stuff. It's just chilled out. Yeah, yeah, really. And so, and then when something comes up and it seems like it looks like a something floating in the water, but you get a sense of it's an iceberg, there's a big ch- chunk underneath, then you bring that to six and seven. Yeah. You don't go diving under and checking out the iceberg. You sensed it, you bring it right to the power that can do something about it because you, your human power can't. This is the point of the, this, the theme of, of, you know, the movie of AA isn't just at the beginning of the movie. The theme of the third step plays through the whole fucking film. Yes. It's sort of like, in a weird way, Halloween, you know, that, that thing, that, that, <laughs> the whole movie has the theme of turning one's will and life over to the care of a higher power. Surrender. It does. It runs through everything. So it doesn't change. When you have realizations of of what? The mental activities that used to bind you, bring that to six and seven. So the ore, the golden ore in that can fucking be, all the fucking mental ornamentation can be burnt down and then get the gold. And let that thing become enriching in your life and other lives. Yeah. We're basically gold a lot of times hidden in a chunk of coal. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want it, you want to change the coal. If you bring it to six and seven, that sees the gold. It doesn't it's not fucking that much interested in the coal. It sees the gold in it. Yeah. We're trying to figure out if I could only get the coal a little more, you know, polished and shit. No, it's it's just a, it's, there's an energy in that that can be recaptured and put to better use. Yes. Instead of having a, a frozen history. Yeah. So. If you see stuff and the habit is just included, oh, that's me. You're in the, you're, you're assisting in the bondage of self. Yeah. I believe we have the eyes to see that so that those things can be reconfigured or re, uh, purposed. Yes. I truly believe it. It's not just, it wants to fuck with you at now. That's what it used to be like, but now it's a revelation of what you're not. To me, it's quite valuable. 
And so sometimes you think, why is life constantly irritating to bring this one thing up? Because it's time for it to be put into six and seven. Yes, I feel. Yeah. Did, did they have an expiration date on the statement, no you in power, could you relieve you of this alcoholism? Do they have an expiration date when the human power is able to relieve you? Was there a hidden page that got ripped out of the book? No. You are seemingly a human power, and now you're having revelations of what you're not. That human power isn't going to do fucking anything with it. It's just going to have, it's just going to, Just be sucked into the mental milieu, yes? This is something else. Six and seven is profound when put to use, yeah? And it can be put to use at a meeting. You can be sitting there and you can hear something about alcoholism and then it's applied to you. And then you're there and you go, hey, I'm entirely ready to have this, right? Right when it's ready, it's pregnant almost, you know? It can either give birth to the demon or something else. It's pregnant and you bring it to six and seven. No one's the wiser. The person next to you didn't see it. Yeah, you haven't forgotten what was being said. Yeah. What better place at but at a meeting to do six and seven? Because obviously, when someone's speaking about their alcoholism, it's not their alcoholism, it's alcoholism. Yeah, which we can all relate to. And so sometimes when something hits me and I see an old pattern of alcoholism being demonstrated by another person, I know that old pattern is a potential where I am and I bring it to six and seven. There's a feeling there. And I have great faith in this process because it is the power that got me sober, <laughs> which no human power could. So talk about miracles. I have a miracle in my life that's a touchstone to a lot of other things, which is something got me, you know, something did for me what I couldn't do for myself. That's a profound uh, demonstration. Yeah. And somewhere in me, it's remembered quite a lot, yeah? So I'm a big advocate of six and seven, and I love when you don't have to do it, yeah? But I'm an advocate of it when, because a lot of people share so very clearly at these meetings, uh, I hope they don't go home with it, yeah? I hope they do six and seven and leave it at the Zoom, yeah? You know, knowledge, you know, self-knowledge will fail us, as it says. Knowledge of self is valuable. And my knowledge of self is that I'm, I'm, I'm outmatched to deal with it. So <laughs> when I see it, I usually bring it to six and seven. <laughs> because I'm very clear uh, I'm outmatched, yeah. If I get in the ring with it, even when it's in its crippled state, I'm still going to get knocked out probably, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Knowledge of self, I feel, is very valuable. 
And the knowledge I have of self is to surrender it once when I see it. <laughs> when I see its manifestations, I bring it to step six and seven. Yeah. It's like a cat now, though. There is a point where the cat is, uh, they've removed its claws, yeah? It doesn't, they don't have claws anymore. So yeah, you can say uh, it's a day at a time a thing, but while you're enjoying the freedom from it, you're not cowering for future destruction, yes? You're just enjoying, yes, you're really there to enjoy it. Yeah, so, yep, thank you. Andrew Pegram, you had your hand up. You want to come in? Uh, I think I want to wait. Thank you, though. All right. No hands up. Should we um, check in with Bruce? <laughs> just uh, check in with everyone. I'm just being preemptive. Bruce. Maybe he's not even here. Not a song. He yeah, likes, um, come on, check in, Bruce. I'm with you all. I'm with you all. Oh, that's good. No, it's uh, you know, it, it's all uh, like staying along with with Paul, and that's like uh, I don't know, absorbing. I'm enjoying it. Thank you. Thank you. Grace, Bruce. Thank you. Yeah. We're all singing along, which is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brian, would you like to come in? Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Michael, for your service, Paul. Um, I actually came from the Fellowship of Emotions Anonymous, so I guess I'm claiming emotional insobriety. Um, but this topic resonates with me, and I, I think there's something helpful here. Um, I kind of took some time earlier today to work a little bit on my four-step inventory using the viewpoint of the self as opposed to Brian. And I, you know, I kind of view the self, I guess, as a, a gremlin, which I think I've heard somebody say before. Um, and, you know, I guess what I'm seeking maybe is clarification, kind of, it seems to me that steps three, six, and seven are kind of del uh, surrender steps. And I think what I'm trying to figure out is if there's a difference between deliberate intentional surrender, you know, awareness and letting go, or if this deliberate intentional surrender is just more selfing, does that make sense? Yes, it matters what claims it. So if you know that the head is going to claim it as almost mechanical, then there's there, there'll be a surrender without a claiming of it. Yeah. 
So the head is, and even if it's claimed, the surrender itself can still be have some sufficient enough momentum that it can, it's going to cause effects. Yeah. But just to note on a mechanical level, whatever happens, whatever is seen as done or not done is being claimed by the mental state quickly thereafter. Yeah. And the and way to runs it into the narrative. Yes. And so without the knowledge of that happening, it's more apt to complete its mission. With the knowledge of its happening, it's less uh, apt to complete the mission. Yeah. And that's because the light of awareness or consciousness kind of shines on its bullshit. That's right. Exactly. Which is always being shot find on its bullshit, but it has a way of playing with the mirrors that it, it distracts that or sends that light in another direction. Yes, it has ways of of uh, misdirecting the light, so to speak. Yeah. So with a clear understanding that light can go directly on the presentation and then Hopefully one day you'll see the emperor has no clothes. Yes. (laughs) But that takes me having my hands off of everything. Well, and after a while, you'll realize you've never had your hands on anything. So it's easier than trying to keep your hands off of stuff. As you go on, you'll probably see that you've never had your hands on anything. That's the easiest off the way. Thank you, Paul. Yeah. At some point, we're trying to keep our hands off things, but just like a lot of people start with, I'm working the steps, and then they get to a point, the steps are working me, and then the steps are living me, yes, or I'm living the steps, and the steps are living me. So there is a gradual change of perspective that's sort of, it's like a signpost of how things happen in recovery when it progresses, and that's going to happen, yeah. Yeah. See, the thing is, that which is finite cannot outlast that which is infinite, obviously. And the spirit is of infinite, and the mental activity is finite. That's why I I loved how they used the word trusting finite self, because and then trusting the infinite as the two uh, possibilities. I like that very much because the finite self obviously is implying something yeah it's it can outlast the infinite yes so as look it's gonna it's gonna take a breath before the infinite needs to it's going to it's sort of like playing uh you know when the in the old 50s movies they'd have the kids playing uh what was that thing when they drive the cars at each other and then one finally would veer off the finite's always going to veer off <laughs> sooner or later. What was that called? It was it had a name to it, but uh, it was called chicken. chicken. Play chicken. So you know you see James Dean or someone running down. Please, please turn off. And, and, but the faith was there, and then the thing turns off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So a lot of the words are beautifully used in the big book yeah the seemingly in the in the one of the pre preambles which is we are 100 men and women who have recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body 
that's that was very well thought out putting that word seemingly there because it roots right into the idea that this is a disease of perception so we perceive that we're completely fucked and then it makes sense to keep drinking yeah but we're not completely fucked we never have been and never will be we have to admit we are but in fact we've never been everyone can be resurrected yes true so this whole belief in the finite is giving it an infinite meaning which which it doesn't deserve yeah but when you hear a meaning from the infinite you'll see the difference you'll see one station is a propaganda the other station is factually based yes yeah and then hopefully you'll garner a lot of laughs and chuckles from the finite radio station (laughs) because it's fucking hilarious (laughs) in a lot of ways it really is and then you can get a lot of calls and you know uh you're not hearing it from the person who called you you're listening to the propaganda station yeah that's that uh it's amazing how many yeah whatever So I never get frustrated at the person. I get frustrated at, at alcoholism. When that's the only thing I'm talking at or with, with a person. When I'm talking with the emissary of alcoholism, I'm frustrated about that. You know, can we come to some kind of agreement? It's us fucking no. <laughs> I mean, either you tell the truth about the elephant in the room or whatever. It's just, it's just, uh, yeah. Why are you getting so mad at me? I said, I'm not getting mad at you. I'm getting mad at uh, fucking alcoholism. I'm tired of getting calls from it. It's a, I wish I had it like the other, you know, the thing in my phone, scam likely. I should have called alcoholic likely. All right. Okay, get ready. Let's see how we can avoid the inevitable elephant. (laughs) You don't know what they've been doing to me. Well, what did they invite you there? You know, the rehab? Uh, Did you have anything to do with arriving there? No, but they're treating me, you know, you keep trying to bring them to the fourth column of the inventory. They're rolling things and they don't like to be led to that, (laughs) that water hole. (laughs) <laughs> and then they think uh, your sternness is in compassion, which to me sometimes it's the most compassionate response is letting people have their own fucking bottoms. Yes. If that's what they want, fucking, you know, geez. I've graduated from the school of hard knocks. So have many of us. No one would have bet that I would ever graduated. It happened. So it's going to happen to them. My human power and how far I can see can't catch the the movement of grace in life. It doesn't. Yeah, it can't. It can't calculate that into its formulation. It can't. Yeah. So I've seen people who at that day when I told thought they were totally fucked. They were, but they have never they're not ever totally fucked. But that day they were totally fucked. Thank you.
And if they would recognize they were totally fucked, that would have been the invitation, yeah, of seeing that total fuckness as a seeming condition brought about by alcoholism. Wow. But hey, there is a solution, which is great. Isn't this whole thing based on that? The whole reason we have all this going on is there is a solution. Yeah. Or this would have been like a Facebook uh, club where they just, you know, share grievances about <laughs> shit. This is about there's a solution. Hallelujah. There is a solution. <laughs> oh, it's great. Now, it is great, isn't it? To be relieved of the bondage of self is fucking great. I mean, it allows you to breathe. It allows you so much. You don't have to go anywhere, and it's allowed you so much freedom of movement not to go anywhere. Yeah, it's awesome. So, and I think I truly believe you can know the problem from the solution. You can see it. Yeah, not from it, but you can see it from the solution. So, there you go. Anyone else, uh, Mike? We lost Mike. Mike got sucked by one of the pumps. Mark, Mark has his hand up. Uh, Mark? Hey. Right. Come on out, come on. How do you surrender? Practically speaking, what? Oh, uh, you do the fourth step. You do the fourth step. If you want a how to surrender, it's the fourth step. Do the four through nine. Uh, surrender will be an intimate thing. Once it occurs, you'll know it, and then you can entertain surrendered. Yeah, but how to surrender? in AA world is four through nine. Yeah, it's an action surrender. So there you go. All right, I'm starting five tomorrow. Fantastic, so you're in the act of surrendering. That's great. Just follow up what we do. Yeah, and then uh, it works. It's a sound uh, process, it really is. And it will bring, see, uh, where the program is using a, our spirit's condition to stabilize a mental condition. And that mental condition is the insanity that used to precede the first drink. When that's stabilized and you don't drink, you're in the realm of abstinence and you realize this whole program is about not starting, not stopping. That was necessary to get to the not starting. <laughs> Something had to stop so you get to the not starting. So now the mental condition that used to precede the first drink has been stabilized by a way of life not based on a mental condition but based on, let's say, spirit, whatever, however you want to feel that. 
good orderly direction, whatever. So, and it, cor- it, it corrects the mental malady. I do not believe there's a spiritual malady. I do believe there's mental maladies. And the mental malady is the insanity that precedes the first drink. And that's the target of the program of Alcoholics Anonymous, really. The spiritual awakening is what allows that mental stabilization so that we're not insane to pick up that first drink. And then we realize, you know, this too shall pass. Yes, all these things. And we and all those statements are people who like went over Donna's pass and uh, and survived the fucking winter. Yeah, we now know. Yeah, I've lived 34 years of life with a mental stability concerning nothing other than not drinking, really. The head is insane in a lot of ways, but it's not insane about drinking and using. Hallelujah. It just doesn't see that as an option. Fantastic, yeah? And then there's a freedom to pursue whatever. You may want to become, I don't know, whatever. Have I, I haven't started in 34 years. <laughs> I'm not a master of stopping. I'm not. Yeah, I didn't do that well. <laughs> but I'm a, I'm a master of not starting. <laughs> That's pretty nice. <laughs> so much shit starts and comes and goes, and there's like true rotations of things completing themselves in your life without being completely scrambled by that insanity that precedes the first drink and you start recognizing so much from that stable condition yeah and what is that stable condition not drinking yeah Then you can go off, you can become, you know, fucking metaphysical astronauts. You can become, you know, the captain of the softball team. You can become a good father, a good sister, a good daughter. Yeah, a good mother. You can become a lot of stuff that seemed to be impossible with that insanity that precedes the first drink. You know, fulfilling its mission, which for us was to get loaded. Yeah. Yeah. And then you know, and you know now, but then you know it was the elephant in the room. It was the whole fucking cause of it all. Yes? That insanity. That obsession with self. You know by the relief. Yeah? So when people walk in and you know it's the elephant in the room for them, but they don't, it doesn't, you never lose it. You know it's the elephant in the room because they sound just like you. They're telling the same fucking stories that you would tell. They got grievances concerning the same things like rehabs or significant others or employers and shit like that. And it's like, 
I've heard this bird species. I've heard its song before. It's the same old fucking same old. Yeah. It has the emblem of Steve, but there's no Steve there really. And then the compassion is appropriate. When has it worked for that person who thinks it's a unique position to be treated as if it's a unique situation? That's why I don't like some of these rehabs that try to fit the program around the people because they're paying a lot of money. Yeah. When you should just throw the fucking person into service and everything else. Because that sense of personalness is part of the disease. Yes. I've got a unique story to tell. No, you don't. I've heard it before. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm happy to be here. Anyone else have anything? We got Bruce. Bruce is up. Oh, Bruce. Uh, Bruce was up uh, before. Hi, everyone. Well, this got triggered again. Uh, this this word surrender, uh, as if it's an act that I got to I got to do. I I don't know. I guess my brain is trained. It's a comp the compound word. So rather than being a thing to accomplish, it's a it, to me it's a it's a rendering to sir. You know that which you know, surname that all that which came before me. You know, the trust, that's the trust in the infant. Here you go. You know, a rendering to sir, rather than me surrendering. You know, it blows my mind. Um, but yeah, the, I don't know what to call it. Are you, I, I guess, yeah, it's, it's I have a sense of miraculousness that the, um, the thought of a drink doesn't even come to mind, although um i also feel aware that it anything can can pop up you know i just uh kind of came came over something and coming out of it but I, also knowing it can happen at any time and uh i don't know if it's a sense of fear um you know being present here with all of you i just you know i feel a sense of joy um and just i don't know it's yeah, again, I got to render render whatever I'm feeling. So yeah, wow, thanks. You know, the, yeah, the progressiveness. So anyway, that's what I have to, you know, to, in response to what you presented to all of us. So thanks. You know, it's a it's a it's a verbalizing it, you know, rather than turning it into a thing. You know, the that sense of rendering unto you know sir that which gives me life which is all of you <laughs> the group is definitely with the higher power you know power greater than myself well, i'll put all that experience and sobriety in a room man you gotta you got thousands of years you know well hundreds of years <laughs> of experience in the, in the realm of human, that humanness, yeah. Thanks again. Thanks for letting me share. Thanks, Bruce. 
Thank you. Bro. We have Miranda. All right, hit Miranda, and then we'll, maybe we'll take off. Hold on. All right, hold on one second. Hi, Miranda. I okay. could just situate the uh, chair closer to the door. It would probably be more helpful. Yes, so the cat. <laughs> it's been a couple of years. I should have figured that out, I think. All right, Miranda, how are you? I'm good. Pretty shaky. This is um, six days for me. Um, six days. Wow. Fantastic. Um, and it's really, um, I just want to say thank you. It's been um, a great talk, great meeting. Um, but I, I have six days because I have been going to meetings, like multiple meetings every day um and i never would have i never would have gone back i mean it's taken me like months of coming to your meetings your recovery meetings to like <laughs> i don't like it just dawned on me like a week ago when i was trying to do dry january with some folks and i i got um, around to it on the third and by the fifth, I was drinking again. And, um, I don't drink like I used to. So I really thought eventually like I would be able to, I mean, I'm not like hammered every day, falling down drunk. Um, and I think that's from meditation and awakening crazy experiences, but, um, but I never thought I could go back um to AA I just thought like um past that I think I mean I think because of especially like probably it, it has something to do with messages from other teachers about how like this stuff just kind of fucking burns itself out after you know um after a while like after you've seen the reality of things but um, that is just not the case for me. Um, and um, I just realized that there's just this energy, this still like this, these habits that are just going, there's going. And um, I really need, um, I isolate a lot. Um, I have for, I had, I was, I was raped 10 years ago and I've spent most of that time in isolation, like five years of just solid drunk, like barely like leaving the house. Um, and I am able to get through the evenings right now with meetings like that is like disrupting my <laughs> drunk time by having to go and drive my car and be around I, I need the company of other people who know what this shit is like and um it feels so completely different to me than when i tried doing it 10 years ago and i absolutely couldn't do it without your meetings and this message so but them coming together is really amazing and um i just feel so much gratitude and 
because it's the remembering that in spite of like seeing that I'm not in charge of anything when it's come to um, trying to get over my addictive behaviors, it's the same old shit of thinking that I'm responsible, that I can fucking do something about it, that I'm weak, you know, it's just the same shit. And such a relief to see that. It's such a relief to know that I cannot do it. I can't fucking stop. And I didn't get that. I didn't get that about like the program before at all. Like I had to do things differently. Like, I had to fucking wake up first. I had to, I had to have like bells and whistles fucking no doubt. Like the third step is not a problem anymore. Never thought I never could have expected that in my life. And so I needed that to happen first. And, and then I needed to, to be like directed here and like, I'm I'm so grateful and it's like awful it's like really awful sometimes right now like um it's not fun um just experiencing like all of the physical shit and everything but it's fine it's fine and I just I just wanted to share that and say thanks so much well thank you yeah and uh that's the old statement day at a time yeah and there's a momentum builds there's a momentum builds and then hopefully you'll enter into a state of a habit of being sober yeah which is very nice and then uh things aren't a way of diverting from the task at hand they're just curiosities and interested that have a good direction but a lot of times a lot of times people are interested in some th- some things and the head's using it as a diversion of of the first thing first <laughs> yes and uh the head makes up what's what it thinks should be first and then that thing forever looms like a shadow like the elephant in the room because it was first thing first and so it's great really i met a lot of people really who uh try to replace AA with Buddhism, and then they became drunk Buddhists, you know, so it's just, uh, for some of us, it's first things first, and uh, it's weird when you think you're doing all these good things, but the elephant keeps growing, <laughs> you're wondering, you're actually catering and, and uh, giving it gourmet food all day, with the belief that you're destroying it. So it's a, but it's a good thing to see finally. Very good. And just, yeah, you're in the program. You're in good hands. Nice to see you, honey. Yeah. Hold on. I got to let the cat in. See now if the cat was alcoholic, I wouldn't let it in because most of the time it's just fucking with me. It's just playing around. Yeah. But it's the cat. You know, my alcoholics, you can see alcoholics splayed on your window and sit like that. And at times, not letting them in would be the best move. Yeah. See, that's the beauty. Everything. I don't believe uh, too many rote answers, or at least the delivery of those answers won't be rote. Yeah. So you're just here, and then something tells you what to do. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, thanks, everyone. Let me say a little goodbye to everyone. Kerry, thank you for running the show. Very good. Thanks, Bob. Al, Al in Vegas. Mickey, as always. Tommy, Arland. Gail out the pink cloud. John, Florida. There's Joseph, France. Mark, he's going to do his fifth step soon. That's very cool. Nina, as always. Bruce, he was the beginning and the end. He was the alpha and the omega of this meeting. Uh, Andrew, nice to see you again there. Yep. Uh, we got Roman. Jeff is doing a lot of riding today. Jeff is riding. It's one of the first sunny days, I guess, in Southern Cal. That's the first clear day we've had here in a while. So in the north. Uh, Chris B., always a pleasure. Yes. Alex of Alex and Jacob. There's Jacob. Nice to see you, Jacob. Oh, we got the one-two punch, Kathleen and Bill. Yes. I said hello to Roman, didn't I? He's he's very close to the radiator. It must be winter. Yeah. We got Miranda. We got Michael Stacy. Nice to see you, Mike. Hope uh yeah, hope the water level will go down today. It's not it's not raining here yet, so it's good. Hey Brian, nice to see you, bro. Yeah, there's a lot of different meanings and different moments and times of surrender, but in AA, the surrender is an action surrender, and that's doing the working steps. Yes, and then it it facilitates. It gives the the blood the blood and the and the life to the surrender. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So John K, as always. Steve, San Diego, having a little yogurt or something, ready to go. Yeah. We got hmm. Annette in the uh, Pennsylvania area. We got Karen. Nice to see Karen checking in. Yeah, very nice. She's out and about now. Yep. Yeah. Uh I love examples of sobriety, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oliver, nice to see you, Oliver. We've got, uh, let's see, Mia from, uh, no, we got Amy from Seattle. Fantastic. Mia on the iPhone. Giselle is in Las Vegas. Jesse Lockhart. Ireland, we got Salty or Sally, <laughs> it's a cat. We got Gil, uh, I don't know, let's see, hey, I think that's about it. Uh, let's see, we'll be here tomorrow, I don't know, Saturday. It's a live meeting unless it isn't, it matters to water. So what, Chris, you want to say something? No, you're just waving goodbye. All right, good. Yeah. All right, everyone. I'll see you guys soon. All this, all the information, zenbitchslap.com event page is all the Zooms. No passwords. And uh, yeah, remember, don't take yourself so seriously. Stay safe and dry. See?